And we have, to, we have to decide in our hearts to be good soil, right? Mark chapter four, verse four, four, 14 to 20, says the farmer sows the word. Some people are like seeds along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes it away, the word that was sown in them. Others, like seeds sown on rocky places, hear the word and once receive with joy. But since they have no root, that only lasts a short time. When trouble or persecution come their way, they quickly fall away. Still others, like seeds sown, sowed among thorns, hear the word, but the worries of life, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desire for other things come in and choke the word. Like Ethan was choking the people yesterday, right? <laughs> Making it unfruitful. Others, like seeds sown on good soil, oh, somebody say good soil, hear the word, accept it, and produce a crop, some 30, some 60, some 100 times what was sown. So right now, as we sow this word into your heart, you will produce, uh, and your good soil, you will produce a harvest and share, encapsulate this word with many people throughout the world and make an impact for the kingdom of our heart to be good soil. So today's sermon is called Stay in Focus on Christ in Turbulent Times. How many people watch the news? Wars, balloons, woo, 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 UFOs, terrible explosion in Ohio, inflation, the eggs. There's <laughs> so much going on, fam. And I just want to share a short message to inspire you. In the midst of all these times, that you will stay focused on Christ. Connected. Amen. From 70 AD, not even. We're talking about right after the resurrection, there was persecution. 70 AD, they thought it was the end of the world. Christians have been in this situation and saying that their generation is the last generation since Jesus was resurrected. And I'm not, I'm not trying to say that this stuff is not serious, this stuff is not concerning, but I don't want you and I to suffer from a level of anxiety that blocks our anointing, that distracts us from our destiny. Check out this quick video. Do you suppose we'll meet any wild animals? We might, and bears. <gasps> Lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. Lions and tigers and bears. Lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. And so when you look, balloons and war and inflation, oh my, balloons and UFOs and inflation, oh my. And when you see the lion, he wasn't that tough. And so let's stay focused on Christ, fam. Let's stay focused on Jesus Christ as the source of hope and strength in the difficult times. Hebrews 12, 2, you know it. Let us 
fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Let us fix, you know, race car drivers say that, you know, when you're, when you feel like you're crashing, fix your eyes in another location because you gravitate what you look upon, right? And so let us fix our eyes on Christ throughout all this situation. Now, I'm not telling you to be naive. I'm not telling you to rebuke the UFOs at work. I'm not telling you to pray that Putin gets a heart attack at work. I'm just telling you, let's fix our eyes on Jesus Christ and understand that there are cycles and seasons that have been going on since the beginning of time. Galatians 5, 7. You were running the race so well, who held you back from following the truth? Who held you back? Rick Warren says, when you focus on God's purposes, everything else falls into place, right? You know all this stuff, amen? That's why I put chocolate pizza at the lie was soft, amen? And so stay focused on Christ and brothers and sisters, stay faithful. Let's stay faithful and committed to the mission and vision of the kingdom of God and our vows. Pastors on church talk about this enough. Stay faithful to the kingdom, not just in church, and to your vows, your marriage, your commitments, right? When you signed up for work, right? You said, Pastor Ed, pray for me. Oh, tell Chaplain P and Pastor Kenny too. Oh, Sister Anna, pray for me. Sister Natalie, can you help me with my resume? Sister Natalie, can you write my uh, referral letter? Oh, Sister Stacy, I love the way you pray. Can you pray for me? You wanted that job so bad. And then they were like, listen, are you a team? You know, I'm a team player. I'm a servant. In the streets, they used to call me young servant, right? Young servant MC. And then after a while, you start working there and you're like, yo, you can't tell me that. Oh, I'm a, <laughs> you know, let's stay faithful to our commitments, right? Marriage, once in a while, read your, uh, what's that thing called? Your vows and your metron, right? Your metron is your Greek, and it was a Greek biblical term of your sphere of influence. Stay faithful even in challenging circumstances, stay faithful. First Corinthians 15, 58. So my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord. For you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. Oh, glory. You know, I did a proud parrot post and you know, people making comments. But I tell people in the know, people who know me, I said, you know, the blessing, like Eddie got this job with ASDNS, a part-time job. And that's the program that helped them from sixth grade to 12th grade. All this blessing, I know a lot of it had to do with my mom's prayers. You know, me and Anna's diligence and they have good godparents. The Pamela's are there. You know, my dad, Carlina, they have a tight-knit team. But also, as I, as I make God's dream come true, he makes my dreams come true. And my vision is your vision. My vision is my family's vision, right? I don't really have an Ed Castro vision, right? I, you know. And so I know whatever I do enthusiastically for the Lord. You guys go to church. You see me. I, I, I carry the sound system with the voice. I walk you guys to your car, carry your little bags or whatever. I do it unto the Lord enthusiastically. When you come in with your kids, right? I, I'm like trying to be the first one to go there, grab the kids and, and love on them. I do it for the Lord because I know whatever I do for the Lord is never useless. T.D. Jake says, faith is the currency of heaven and you have to spend it to get what you need. Use it or lose it, beloved. God is more moved by your faith than by your tears. 
Now for the next point on connection, let me preface it because I know a lot of you guys are like, oh, but Pastor Ed, you're like a high school dropout fam. I wanna know what smart people say. Let's look at the Harvard study on happiness and connection. Have you ever heard of the Harvard study that ran for 75 years to assess what makes us happy? It's a revolutionary study in psychology. It followed the lives of two groups of men for over 75 years, and it now follows their baby boomer children to understand how childhood experience reaches across decades to affect health and well-being in middle age. So what keeps us happy and healthy as we go through life? If you think it's fame and money, you're not alone. But according to psychiatrist Robert Waldinger, you're mistaken. As the director of a 75-year-old study on adult development, Waldinger has unprecedented access to data on true happiness and satisfaction, and he lays it all bare in, the TED, in this TED Talk. Keeps us healthy and happy as we go through life. If you were going to invest now in your future best self, where would you put your time and your energy? The clearest message that we get from this 75-year study is this. Good relationships keep us happier and healthier, period. We've learned three big lessons about relationships. The first is that social connections are really good for us and that loneliness kills. Second big lesson that we learned is that it's not just the number of friends you have and it's not whether or not you're in a committed relationship, but it's the quality of your close relationships that matters. And the third big lesson that we learned about relationships and our health is that good relationships don't just protect our bodies, they protect our brains. So the biggest predictor of your happiness and fulfillment overall in life is basically love. Specifically, the studies showed that having someone you can rely upon helps your nervous system relax, helps your brain stay healthy and reduces emotional pain. The data also clearly found that those who feel lonely are more likely to see their physical health decline earlier and die younger. It's not just the number of friends you have, and it's not whether or not you're in a committed relationship. It's the quality of your close relationships that matters. It doesn't matter whether you've got a huge group of friends or if you're in the perfect romantic relationship. It's the quality of the relationships that count the most. How much depth and honesty exists within them, the extent to which you can relax and be seen for who you truly are. Amen. So here at Summit Church, we're not trying to replace your, your close friends. My old fellowship used to do that. We're not trying to do that. We're not trying to replace your family. We, we are in addition, right? You have your gym friends, you have your work friends, you have your blood family, and now you have your faith family. And so I just want to say like in the midst of these UFOs and balloons and lions and tigers and bears on mine, focus on Jesus Christ. You can remember I talked about last week with revealing, right? Revealing, sealing, and healing. You can just continue to learn more and more about Christ all the time. Like how he fed the poor, how he loved the poor, how uh, but he loved the rich because Joseph of Arimathea used his richness to uh, have a tomb and that Jesus had a very expensive clothes, right? So and he had a treasurer that he empowered women, that he loved children, 
and he loved old people, right? There was old people like widows that he widows that he helped, right? Just an assumption they were a little older, life expectancy was shorter. The prophetess Anna, uh, the Lord, a, 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 a elderly woman, the Lord arranged for her to see Jesus when he was a baby. God loves old people. You could just study Christ for the rest of your life and just fall more in love that God broke through the veil to come and be vulnerable and poor and live with poor people and live among gossip. Uh, you know, one time they tried to throw Jesus off the cliff in Nazareth. There was people he knew, people he went to middle school with, had the little chocolate milks with. <laughs> so brothers and sisters, you know, we, we, let's, let's lock on to Jesus. Let's stay faithful. Like when people are distracted at work, just keep on clicking away. Click, 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 click. Like, oh, that's crazy. Click, click, click. Word, that's crazy. Click, 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 click. And just keep clicking away and keep working and keep plodding along and watch favor come in your direction. And like they say, favor ain't fair. So stay connected. We must strive to stay connected to one another as a community of believers, right? Here's our scripture reference, Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. Let us consider how we may spur one another towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day approaching, as you see the UFOs, as you see the wars. That's you have to ramp up your love, ramp up your good deeds. A quote from Rick Warren, we are all, we are created for community, fashioned for fellowship, and formed for family. None of us can, can, can fulfill God's purpose by ourselves. So like they say in England, at the end of the day, yeah, we have to stay focused on Christ, stay faithful and stay connected. Father, I come before you and I pray a prayer blessing on everybody watching. We're living through turbulent times, Lord. We're being bombarded with news. The zeitgeist is a zeitgeist of fear and victimhood. But we choose to be victorious and have faith. Help us stay focused on you, Lord. Help us stay faithful, faithful in our obligations, faithful in our bills, faithful in our health plan, faithful in our relationships, faithful in our work, just faithful. Lord, teach us that the key to success is faithfulness, fruitfulness, and friends and family all aligned under the umbrella of faith and help us stay connected in Jesus' name. Amen.